member of the Pod Riot Network. Let's do riot begin. One of those deeply ugly broads. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. La 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 do 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 You thought I was gonna be able to hit the high note. Yeah, I really did. Loving you is easy cause you're beautiful. Do do do. That's almost impossible. Except for Minnie Ripperton. <sighs> Welcome to the holiday episode of Air Out My Shorts. I'm Preston Buttons. And the word whore. And uh, we're feeling all festive and all that stuff. Are we? (laughs) Absolutely. I haven't got a scrap of Christmas spirit in me at the moment. No, I can't say that I do either. Not a I haven't bought any presents. Then again, I never have Christmas spirit because I actually don't like Christmas. Me neither, too, as well. Why would they make a holiday where you have to spend, like, tons of money uh, and put it with, like holidays well that's where you have time off and uh for someone like me who lives hand to mouth has no income but that's what holidays are for they drive our economy buttons drives my economy into the ground it's propaganda mm. uh-huh. <laughs> as long as i have enough money for a pack of smokes and my starbucks addiction and my booze habits I'm pretty much okay. <laughs> it's the simple things in life that are important. Exactly. And that's really what the holiday spirit's all about, don't you think? It's all about the spirit. The simple things. The things that make us happy, the things we're thankful for. The things that make the world go around. And put jelly beans and sweet tarts in all the little tots' heads <laughs> as they sleep. And stuff. And stuff. Mm. Now I do feel festive. <laughs> Good. What do you want for Christmas this year? My two front teeth. You said that last year. I didn't get them. You keep on sucking back that rum and coke, you're going to need some. <laughs> yep. How was your office Christmas party? Uh, it was okay. Anybody bang anybody they weren't supposed to? Um, probably. I always think that that's what office Christmas parties are for. Banging people you're not supposed to. Well, Link came by and, uh... Oh, did he really? And picked up. Who'd he pick up? I don't know. Some broad. Oh, come on. Give me dirt. Give me dirt. (laughs) He'll have to fill you in. Somebody from your carpool? No one I knew, actually. One of the girls from the the typing pool? (laughs) What the fuck is a typing pool? 
Uh, I would say that it is a, uh, a group of typists. But why is it a pool? I don't know. Oh, maybe, and why is a carpool a pool? Maybe it's one of those uh, things like a gaggle of geese and a murder of crows. A pool of typists. typists. We are a literary show. We're, we're all about the roots and origins of That's words right. and phrases. Mm. I saw Casino Royale on Sunday. Which is the, another the Bond movie. fake James Bond movie. It's the best James Bond movie. Fuck off. It's an... It's that's, wicked. That's fucking blasphemy. It's well, maybe not the best, but you know what? I would have to see. Uh, I would have to see those ones in the, from the sixties again. It's been. A, I haven't seen them since I was kids. Oh, you're but, kidding! But uh, let me tell you, it's better than. You can turn on any TV and watch one at any given time. Oh yeah. Well, I believe Spike mm. TV is playing all of them this week. Uh, so, uh, the Thunderball is my favorite. Thunderball's good. Goldfinger is always. Thunderball a features of mine. the swimsuit of my dreams that I am dying for someone to make for me. Didn't Halle Berry wear that that uh, swimsuit in one of the Pierce Brosnan ones? See, that, they don't even count as Bond films for mm -hmm. me. You know how I feel about Remington Steele. I hate that man. <laughs> I motherfucking hate that man. A cocksucking hate that man. In any case, see Casino Royale. It's good. Really? Yep. Did you have a date? Nope. I went by myself. Oh, that's sweet and festive and Christmassy. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever gone to a movie by myself. Did you have a paper bag? Uh, no. Did you have a hole in the bottom of your popcorn box? Yes. Cool. Speaking of Christmas, at the end uh, of the, the show, mm -hmm. uh, we'll be featuring a Christmas present to us. Sent in by uh, four members, Jessica and Jesta Joe. How do they know each other? I'm not sure that they do. Did we make a love connection through our forum? Because <laughs> that's kind of special. I don't know. I think they might be both married. And air out my shorts love connection. But uh we could be just like Chuck Woolery. They may have done it remotely, I'm not I'm not sure. I didn't get any details, but uh Um, Jessica and Justa Joe, we'd like to know how you know each other and did you hook up on our forum and, and have we broken up both of your happy homes? Somehow. We can only hope. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> You know what's really strange? I could have sworn there was a, a, a Christmas and or holiday themed story in our inbox within the last month and I could not find it. And I feel really guilty that we're doing a holiday episode without a holiday themed story. It's sad. But we dug deep. We're sad. We dug deep tonight. <clears throat> we found a story that... that dates all the How way How low back. did we go? We went real low. We found a story that dates all the way back to the spring, um, and I don't know why it wasn't aired up until now. It, it may have been censored due to some bad content, but we'll find out in a few Are seconds. You sure? I don't know. <laughs> Are you sure we didn't read it? I'm almost certain. Okay. I am waiting for the day that we double air a story and, and, and don't know it. Yeah. Because it's bound to happen. Our file system is so efficient. Uh, what file system? As far as I knew, we were just pulling pieces of paper out of a, a sack made of your used underwear. Yeah, it's just too bad that the, uh, the already read shorts all go into the same sack. Uh, okay. So we have got uh, something here from Mikkel from Denmark, and he says, Here is a short story from one of your Danish listeners. I really love your show. Keep it going. 
This is one of my first stories in English, so I hope that this meets your standards. Um, we have standards? Well, I would hope that you realize that we don't have any standards. That's why we're reading your story. What's it called? MDK. He stalked the night again, looking at his newest victim from a distance. His eyes were focused on a middle-aged man, 31 winters old. He had been stalking him for nine days now. He knew everything about him. His name is Jack Fox. Fox. Foxy. Crazy like a fox. He is with wife and three kids. He had just been released from jail after one of the neighbors had contacted the police one night as he was beating his wife as he did every night. I like this story already. You would. He'd been out for 12 days now, and nothing had changed. The pain Fox had brought into this world wasn't gone. It had only been hiding from eyes' sight. But now, as he was free, so was all the pain and sorrow. But this night was different. This night the shadows heard a true prayer from the pain within. Please take him away again. We can't take mm. the pain anymore. If not for my sake, then do it for my little girls. The voice cried aloud, and with that the pact was sealed. The shadow went on the hunt. In the darkness of night, he saw his victim again. Fox was standing outside a local watering hole, and he went into an alley to piss. This was the perfect timing. The shadow followed him without a sound, using a metal pipe. He had at hand. He knocked Fox out cold, like all of his victims. He took he cold cocked him. him. Yes, he t he took we him love back that to the term. basement. It is good. Cold cocked him. It was cold. Uh, it was a cold and dark place, colorless except for the rose-like color on the floor, and it had an agonizing smell of urine and decayed flesh. Like your apartment. You don't know how true that is? Well, your apartment smells like that and feet. Um, Which I guess could be decayed flesh. Yeah, well, uh, the de I actually live close to an abattoir, so uh, there is sort of a uh, smell of... Uh, What's an abattoir? Dead pigs. Really? How could you come from where you do and not like know what an abattoir is? Because we yes. don't use those fancy French names for ours, oh. motherfucker, <laughs> cocksucker. I'm sorry an for being abattoir. an intellectual. What is that, a fancy city name for slaughterhouse? An abattoir. <laughs> You're trying to make it sound special and precious and clean and fancy-like? Fancy pants? I you spat know, at you, didn't I? It's me and my big city ways. Abattoir. That's way too sexy to be a pig-killing place. Maybe that's why they use the term. It's like boudoir. Oh, well, maybe maybe in the French language it's not quite as sexy. Abattoir. As Fox awoke, the first thing he saw was the man standing in front of him. He was all dressed in black, and his face was white as snow. He was walking around the room with almost surreal movements. Ah, I see that you are awake. You are probably wondering why you are here. So let me tell you. You are here to be forgiven for your sins. The shadow said with a big grin on his otherwise emotionless face. And his voice was soft and angelic. Let me go, you fucking pervert. You are going to go away for a long, 
<laughs> I'm giving them that was soft that, and angelic. Yes. Well, the uh, that was a different person speaking, actually. Oh, are you sure? Yes. All right. I'm not so sure. That was Fox speaking. Fox suddenly realized that his hands were tied to the chair he was sitting on. Harshly, in the shadow replied, "Please don't swear in this house." And you are not going to leave this place before you have atoned for your sins. <laughs> you fucking freak! Let me go! My wife has already called the poo! Ah. Fox's sentence was cut short as one of his fingers rolled on the floor. With a subtle tone, the shadow again said, Please don't swear in this house. Fox, now fearing for his life, decided that he better play along. What do you mean by sins? I have never committed. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm getting that gig on Saturday Night Live any day now. With the pump you up thing? <laughs> yeah. That's not Danish, though, is it? No. I want to hear it's your Danish Austrian. accent. I don't know what a Danish accent sounds like. It sounds like a sweet pastry that you eat for breakfast. I don't mm. know. I've only met one Danish person in my whole life. I don't know if I've ever met any. Yeah, you have. No. Oh. I have never committed a single sin in my life. Are you going to do like sprockets dancing or something? I'd like that. Fox told while he was trying to hide his anger and pain under a slight smile. Have you never stayed from the path? That's not what the shadows tell me, and the shadows never lie. The smile was back on the shadow's face, and he showed no anger nor fear. What the f... What do you want me to say? I just want to hear your sins, my child. Nothing more, nothing less. With this, Fox started spouting out all the sins he could think of. Past crimes, beating and abusing his wife and kids. I am free now, Fox said slightly out of breath. You are almost free. The shadow took out a knife with a handle that looked like two serpents trying to eat one another. One black, one white. Fox's face turned completely white. You said that you would let me go. Please don't do this. I can change, he said. I can change. I swear I can change, he said as tears ran down his face. The shadow didn't reply. He just moved while muttering three letters to himself over and over and over and over and over and over again. MDK, 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 Fox cried out for God. The shadow started laughing. You don't really think he is going to save you? I am doing this in his name. He has chosen me. Now you're Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking the guy from the 70s show. Jesus. Vilmer. Christ, I'm so confused. <laughs> With that, the knife plummeted into Fox's chest, hitting him straight in the heart. Fox's mind cleared, and as he is looking into the shadow's eyes, it all seems so obvious. He sees who the shadow really is. He sees the true savior standing in front of him. The end. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Mikkel. Merry Christmas. <laughs> See? Yes. A appropriately chosen. We thought mm -hmm. it wasn't a holiday story, but you know, obviously, the second coming of the Savior. Yes, baby Jesus is going out, and he's back with a vengeance. This time it's He's personal. Pissed.
Was that a satanic story? I don't know what it did was. Did I say satanic? Sa satanic. I did, didn't mm -hmm. I? You were thinking about gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Because that's your savior. You're so right. What are we going to do to make this a little more Christmassy? I'm, I'm embarrassed. Do we just say, fuck it, fuck the holidays, fuck the whole season, boycott the whole motherfucking cocksucking son of a bitch load of shit? Yeah. Mm. That's what I say. Because that would be my gut instinct. Mm-hmm. But our listeners might be pissed off. Ah, uh, there will be an element of Christmas. There is a tree in the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's in my pants. Yeah, we've got the flashlight under Button's balls, and we've got him... <laughs> Go in as the the seventies lava lamp. Yep, there's presents under there too. Oh God! All right, well let's do a couple of comments at least, and then make a phone call. How about all that? right, sure. Just to break try, them up, we don't have to do all of them. Try to make the comments festive and lively. Okay. Mm. Best damn show. Jeez, oh, jeez, Ush, I'm loved it. What? Best damn show I've ever listened to. No, oh, best damn show I never listened to, but loved anyways. I relate I relate so darn well with these two and their age identifying seductive drunken stupors of shitting good ass time. Thanks for all us old guys who still want to feel young at heart, and that's submitted by T T. What does he mean by age identifying? Uh I think it's because we date ourselves uh with a Well you don't have a choice but to date yourself. Mm. Voting. Thank you. Never a dull moment. Awesome. Submitted by Aviator64. Good fucking handle. wonder where the other uh, 63 are. Me too. Thanks, PB and WW. You mean the other three? The other 63. What? Aviator64. Oh, I thought you were... Okay. Never mind. Sorry I'm late. Punky's failing to come early this month. Makes a change, eh? Keep up the great work. Polly BX. P.S. Maybe now you understand why I hate Skype. Um, okay, I have a problem with this comment, and I'm really glad you printed it out. It's yeah. the exact same motherfucking cocksucking comment he left on TTN's show. <laughs> Seriously. Thanks, Polly. Except for the P.S. He personalized it. So he's just mass-producing now. Mm. The sellout is mass-producing his comments. Yeah, well... That's what'll happen. Everything becomes a form Seriously, letter. I heard them on their last show say, Punky's failing to come early this month. Exact same words. I got a problem with that. Ooh, but mm -hmm. I am signing up for the three-way with uh, TTN Scott and Rosario Dawson. We're going to do a sandwich. I see. She's fucking hot. Yes, indeed. Let me know when uh, the word whore gets a pool down in Miami, and I am totally there. That's from Eric tomorrow. <gasps> Applying for your pool boy job, I guess. That's his whole resume? Does what he, kind of shit is that? Does he Does he need uh, a resume? I was expecting a little more than that. After I heard some of the tattoos he's disfiguring his body with, I'm not sure I want him as my pool boy anymore. I'll have to hear about that. Great podcast. It's re really my favorite one. Submitted by Ass9320 Collector. Ass Collector? Something like that. What kind of job is that? Maybe I'd like that job. <laughs> Maybe. Would I make a good ass collector? Uh, thanks oh, for the shorts. Get to the fucking point. I know you're only reading comments tonight because you want to read the one that was posted y today. 
No, probably probably was posted a few days ago. I'm um, pretty sure I'm in love with buttons. That's the uh, only reason you're doing comedy. Stop jumping the line. Stupid good, air my shorts. You're my hero, submitted by Elp Flassa. Flaccid Elf? Or Flaccid uh, Emerson Lake and Palmer. This one from Dirty Faces. I enjoy listening to air my shorts. It is consistently good. However, the show had a dry spell when the short stories focused on the host rather than the original content. I agree. Everything seems to be back on track, and I can't wait to hear the latest story. I would like it if the word whore could make out with Preston a little bit. <gasps> what? <laughs> I think it would be funny to hear the manner change as subdued memories of her sensual reemerge in his mind. Do it for me because I voted Dave. Jesus. Dirty faces. I'm not even sure I understand that. It doesn't make a bit of sense. <sighs> I think it's... What? I don't like it. <laughs> Oh. Trapper John, you're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. It's been a long time, sir. It has been a long time. You guys must be out of guest speakers if you're so desperate that you're calling me. We're not desperate. We thought it would be very nice for our very special holiday episode if we included you in it. <laughs> really? Oh, bad. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> So how is Christmas up there in the Great White North? Not so bad. It hasn't even snowed yet, really. Really? Well, that's not really the Great White North, then, is it? No. no well, not. It hasn't snowed quite enough for it to stick on the ground. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think it might actually be warmer here than it is uh, in uh, in Virginia. In Virginia, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I am literally driving right behind a pickup truck with a gun rack. And uh, his bumper says, drive it like you stole it. <laughs> so what is a nice Canadian boy like you doing in Virginia? Oh, well, you know, it's the, it's the old tale of love and woe. I fell in love and moved down south, and so I am here. <laughs> and now the woe has started? But now the what has started? The woe. The woe? <laughs> when did the woe kick in? Still, the tale of love and woe is only at the beginning. We haven't hit the woe yet. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, it is good. Life is very good down here in the South. It's been a very long time since you've uh, submitted a story to air out my shorts. Well, that's true, and I actually have a bone to pick about that because I have been listening, not quite as probably regular as some of your other regulars. However, I seem to recall that when my little short story was aired... It was torn to shreds. <laughs> and I have since listened, and it's not really tearing stories to shreds so much anymore. At least it does not seem that way. I think the quality of work has improved. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually. Quality of work no. has improved, has it? I'm kidding. I, I, I think Buttons and I had a, a, a difference of opinion on whether or not we were here to rip the stories apart. Obviously, she won out. <laughs> I think I won. Yeah. I, I think we can we can butt in without completely humiliating the poor story submitters because I thought I thought the well would run dry if we kept doing that. Well, I don't know. I must admit, I have flirted with the idea of resubmitting. I think it's time. I think it's yeah. time for another trapper story. Well, I always figured that the trapper story would have to be, you know, like one of those milestone episodes. 
and I think it should be. I think you should be uh, you should be writing soon because uh, you should be sixty nine. Oh, 69. Yeah, well, then, yeah, I guess that would be a milestone for you guys, wouldn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Naturally. I have to admit, I flirted with, with submitting something for 50, because 50 is a milestone episode. That's true. So I think a lot of our listeners would like to know how you ended up being the first short story aired on Air Out My Shorts, and how you knew to submit your story to a show that didn't yet exist. Oh, well, that was very easy, because Buttons phoned and didn't even really tell me what it was for. He said, all those short stories you got, can you send me one? And he didn't tell you what we were doing with it? No, not really. He just <laughs> told me that it was some podcasting crap thing that you guys had concocted and that I was, you know, had the privilege of being the first Guinea pig. story <laughs> that was going to be read aloud to the public. Yeah, we just came up with the idea that night. It's true. And so... And then there was a whole, you know, show of trying to actually get the story to you. I can't remember what was wrong. Either the email was down, and I don't know. We ended up text messaging it, messaging it to a phone. I think that's right. There, we had some major technical difficulties. Yeah, we, so, I forgot about that. We've come a long way, baby. <laughs> Which is appropriate now that you're in Virginia, a Virginia, a. So uh, tell us, tell us some stories. Uh. A little something with a holiday spirit. Hmm. I don't really know that there's any real... I mean, most of my stories were from traveling, so I don't really have any holiday traveling. Okay, well, just a travel story will do. I mean, travel is holiday-related. Lots of people travel this time of year. It can be very stressful. Well, that's true. Uh-huh. And while you tell Buttons a travel story, I'm going to go refill my glass. Ah, very good. <laughs> I miss playing poker with you, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, you know, see, that's the thing. Poker down here is much different than poker up there. Yeah, because they all have guns at the table. And poker down there is different than poker up here. Well, poker down here, everybody wants to play Texas Hold'em. Everybody. It's gone the same route here. It's the damn popularization of bullshit TV fake poker and celebrities and shit. And it sucks. I mean, it really sucks. I mean, to play Texas Hold'em every once in a while, okay, that's... That's enjoyable, but to play it every single fucking hand? I mean, come on. It's a little unoriginal. Did, did they ever do the uh, the topless the topless bartender? Uh, other than um, me taking off my top and serving drinks, no. Oh, well, I'm definitely glad that I moved south before that show happened. <laughs> yeah, well, you know... They uh, they couldn't find anyone with uh, tits bigger than me, so <laughs> that's 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 why I got the job. Gotcha. It was short lived though. And and did did you get a lot of tips that night? Uh, I did not. I got less than I usually did. Thank you for the time that I was serving at the games. Sets? Huh? No tips. Uh. Um, but uh, talking yeah. about tips for tips. Tips. Tips for tips. Mine didn't go over so well. Juicy. But, um, yeah, so, uh, well, you haven't been doing much travel lately, so uh, um, why don't you give us an old one? I seem to remember you telling me something about uh, about a bunch of cheerleaders or something on a Ooh. on a plane. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one, because um, I was on my way to Tallahassee, Florida, 
you know, it was just really busy, seemed like. And then when I got, I got to my connecting airport, um, I went up to the, to the gate and I asked if I could, you know, get a seat closer up to the front of the plane because when the plane lands, you want to be at the front so you can get off quickly. And the lady at the desk said, I'm sorry, sir, but this plane is completely full. And the, the seat you have is the seat you're going to have to sit in. And so I asked her where it was, and it was literally the very last seat on the entire plane. And the, the back of the plane is the worst, because that's where everyone goes to take their, you know, to take a piss and take a crap, and every time the door opens, you can smell it. And it, it's just, it's a very bad scene at the back of the plane. I hear you, brother. Yeah. And so, you know, I was, I was really upset. I was like, what, what do you mean? It's Tallahassee, Florida. Who the hell is going to Tallahassee, Florida? As it turns out, the reason why the flight was completely full was because the women's, uh, what was it, the women's baseball and the women's tennis teams for FSU were flying back home on the exact same flight that I was on. So you were basically on a flight full of lesbians. Pretty much. And I know, I, I kept waiting for the stewardess to hand out the pillows so that we could all get into a big pillow fight together. <laughs> and, and that never happened. Um, but literally, they had put both the teams at the very back of the plane, and I was literally the only guy in all the teams. Were you single at the time? Yeah, you might have found a straight tennis player. <laughs> Maybe. Probably more luck on the baseball, I think. Yeah, the baseball would probably be a better one. Uh, Except the you know, tennis players probably have better bodies. Well, baseball? No. Not in baseball. Well, you've got a better chance at a, a straight female baseball player than a straight female tennis player, I think. Well, that's, yeah, that's probably true. But tennis, I think, builds a, a, a better body than, than baseball does. No, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, we're in I agreement said, on yeah, that. Yeah, the, the bodies were better. Better bodies, the... but, but also definitely gay. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> That's a proven fact. It, it, it's the sport of lesbians. It's the official sport of lesbians. I don't know. I think the LPGA for golf, I think, is probably pretty high up there, too. Don't I'd, I'd say it's a close second. That would be interesting. There's got to be that statistic out there somewhere. The biggest sport for lesbians. I've considered taking up tennis just to meet lesbians. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I think if you really want to meet lesbians, you take up hockey. Well, well, I don't want to meet toothless dykes. I want to meet oh. hot-bodied, tennis-playing, muscular lesbian. Well, you've got you've got the two types of lesbians, right? You've got lipstick and diesel. Right. <laughs> so, you know, which one do you want? Because the diesels are probably on you know, the hockey team, whereas the lipsticks are probably, yeah, they're probably in tennis. Huh. <laughs> so I would imagine. We'll, we'll have to consult some of our uh, lesbian friends on that. Field hockey, there's another lesbian sport. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I think I'd have to give you that one. Yeah, there's a fair amount in soccer, too. Mm. Uh, don't say that too loudly. I mean, my wife played soccer, so... Hey, do you remember that naked soccer team? The naked soccer team? No. Where was that? Oh, I'll send it to you. I've got a link. It's on the internet. There's a lot of naked teams on the internet. It was a naked soccer team, female. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they played naked or if they just 
posed naked? Uh, I think they probably just posed naked. It was probably the Brazilian women's well, uh, like team or something. Playing naked would be fucking funny. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you guys, would, there's got to be some support that's needed when you're playing. You might have, you might have a hard time uh, taking uh, those balls in the chest. Yeah. Still, I think naked soccer would be really hot. Balls in the chest. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we'll let you go. Please say hello to your lovely wife. Well, I certainly will. And tell her not to drunk dial me again. She's well, a fucking disgrace. I can't promise anything. <laughs> Get control of your woman. You live in the South now. That's true. I'll, I'll buy you a wife beater for Christmas. I'll mail it to you. I was just going to say, I need a white tank top. Mm-hmm. All right, you crazy kids. Miss you. I miss you, too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. San Dimas High School football rules. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Let's blast through these last comments just to get my. There's only a few okay. left um, before we wrap things up. I still don't think it's a very festive episode. I'm disappointed. Nah. Great show. Keep up the great work. Angry phone guy kills me. Are you sure he doesn't live near TO? I think I saw him on the QEW. Oh, he could very well have been on the QEW. Well, in fact, he uh, he is uh, someone with uh, a couple of residences. One of them is in TO. And if you saw some guy freaking out on someone else, it could have been him. I'd like more to the story, though. I'd like to know why he thought it was him on the QE. That was it, from it, Aviator 63. Oh. <laughs> no, you already read a comment from Aviator 64. 64 was the other one. Oh, are you hmm. sure? Apparently they're a society. Blasphemers, submitted by the Lord. Yeah, that's about right. Oh, look at this. Pretty sure I'm in love with buttons. Submitted by Snowy Eyes 101. No, just Snow Eyes. Snow Eyes. Oh. Like, I, I knew like that's the, in the snow eyes. I know that's the only reason we were reading comments tonight. Yes, I love you too. And consistently pleased. I'm consistently amused and happy to hear that a new era of my shorts. Their irreverent humor and realism contribute to a truly enjoyable and profane listening experience. What do you think they mean by realism? I don't know. Nerf Flugel 9. I'm not sure a lot of our listeners have a firm foot in reality. Anyway, I just I'm curious about some of these comments. They think they're I think they're making assumptions. <laughs> We're not real people, folks. We are your fantasy. <laughs> God, I hope not. Your Snow Eyes fantasy, apparently. Vote for us on Podcast Alley. Review us on iTunes, please. Uh, send us your stories uh, and uh, go to theitspot.com. And uh, check the stuff out. Join our forums. A lot of people are doing so. They're fun. Good action on the forums these days, I'd mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. and call our audio comment line at 305-767-4697. Uh, happy holidays, yo. I'm not sure I want to use this as our holiday episode. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Yes, it is. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts.
presents on Christmas Day. It's way too sexy to be a pig killing place. Theitspot.com.